Hi guys and welcome to the second and final bonus episode of the Life Chats podcast. Today we're going to be doing something a little bit different and on this rare occasion I'm going to be going solo for a shorter period of time. Normally I'd put an extract here at the start of the podcast going through and finding a meaningful message but I thought it'd be a little bit odd to listen to what I've said and pick out what I think is really meaningful. So uh, let's cue the music and we'll get straight into it. Hi, I'm Roshan Chitralia, ex-corporate finance guy turned health and performance coach. But it wasn't all that long ago, I lacked the time, know-how and mindset that has got me to where I am today. Fast forward past a bunch of struggles and lessons learned, I now live a life that I would choose. One that gives me meaning and leaves me feeling good. I created the Life Chats podcast to give you a seat in the room when I speak to everyday heroes discussing topics fundamental to living a better life in a better world. I am grateful to bring you insight from the world of others who have found the sweet stuff and are willing to share. If you're tuning in to give your life a tune-up, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Right guys, so on the episode today, I thought it would be quite a good idea for me to talk about some general bits and pieces around why I created the podcast, uh, where the podcast is going and especially in the current climate we're in to provide some reflections on my own COVID experience. I thought it'd be helpful for me to share some of my thoughts, reflections, struggles during this COVID period and maybe that will help you shed some light on your own and reflect on your own too. I would say this podcast is going to be shorter than the other ones we've done. So you're going to gain back at least 20 minutes potentially listening to this episode. So I hope that you use that 20 or extra 30 minutes to have your own reflections, pause and plan a little bit around your own personal life. Just take this moment now to do it if you can. And I'm sure you will reap the benefits. So um, I guess where shall I start? A little, it will be important for me to talk a little bit about my general motivations for what I do today, which is predominantly being involved in the health and performance and health and well-being, where I provide some coaching. I'm also a personal trainer and I'm now a podcast host as well. Um, my motivations to focus primarily on health are a fundamental part of who I am. If you've known me or those who do know me, know sports, nutrition, um, etc. has been a big part of my life from a really young age. I started playing and played all types of sports from I can't even remember when. It's always been a part of my life since I can remember. I took it a little bit more seriously when it came to squash from around the age of 10 where I played uh, and represented my county as a junior. So it meant I had to think a little bit about rest and recovery naturally and what I ate because I was a competitive sportsman and I played a lot of sport. So I guess health has always been a fundamental part of my life. And this all got brought into question very much when I started my career. I found myself to be kind of an anomaly especially in most workplaces and there would be a few people that would be similar to me but I definitely when it came to the amount of focus and priority I put on my health felt like I was in a minority group you would say so it was interesting for me and it meant because the people and environments around me weren't that accommodating of looking after one's health it did affect my own involvement with my own health in general. And and growing up, health for me looked a lot like sports and being very active and nutrition. And through my own journey, 
more recently I've learned there's so much more to learn than I knew at that point in my life but I guess as the story goes I worked a finance career for a number of years Start my career started out in audit for around four years and then I moved into the world of corporate finance where I did some financial due diligence work and I worked in an M&A capacity and it was around three or so years ago that my mental emotional physical health came to a massive low point many of those around me probably wouldn't have known because it wasn't something I shared and as it's becoming far more commonly known those people that need perhaps help are often the ones that never look like they need it and I would definitely say I was burnt out in multiple ways not just work but personal life relationship life etc it was an interesting place to be but being being me I was adamant knowing what life could feel like and knowing that there were tools and actions I could take nutrition sport especially for me to get back to where I wanted to be even though I wasn't 100% sure of where this was going to take me I was willing to find out and there began my journey at that low point of prioritizing my health and getting my health back to where I wanted it to be and ultimately feeling how I wanted to be feeling and throughout that period I experimented I read all sorts of stuff I got far more interested in lots of topics uh, around health including exercise which is far more complex than I had given it credit for and then things like rest and recovery nutrition etc there's lots of subtopics within these spaces psychology neurology I read about and I still do all sorts of topics and it's been a really enlightening experience and a positive experience and I've definitely can say from where I was three years ago uh yeah my life is in a totally different place so for anyone out there who needs a bit of hope there's two ingredients you need hope and action and with those two things and get to where you want to be so in terms of the podcast I wanted to create something that was freely available I didn't want to put a price on people's health. So the aim of this podcast is to have really diverse conversations around health. And for me, health is synonymous with life. So I don't look at health as a really isolated term that is constricted to physical health, just nutrition, visits to the doctor to let you know you're okay, blood tests, etc. I personally see health as something that has a reach into all aspects of life, including performance at work, performance in relationships, and how you feel generally. So conversations on this podcast are going to be really diverse, and I think listeners will benefit from keeping an open mind and considering all things when thinking about their health. And um, that's where this podcast is really going to be going. Um, You can kind of tell, I think, from the first couple of episodes that things are a little bit different. This is a podcast aimed at talking about life and to make people's health, mental and physical better. And the first topic we talked about was kind of centered around Zahir's path in finding his way to a career that he finds fulfilling. But largely we're talking about perspective. And the second, we're talking about religion with Wilson and the impact and that's had on his life and the the effect it has on his mindset and also how he turns up in his own community and gives back. And the third one with Bina, where we talk about giving back to the much wider community, the world, people who are less privileged than us and perhaps in a way putting into context or letting us take a step outside of our own troubles to help others and getting a far broader perspective on how our problems kind of play into the 
problems of the world, which I think is quite powerful. I have to say a massive thank you to the first three guests who came on the podcast. When I was thinking about launching this podcast, which has been in my mind for about a year and the timing has worked out really well for when I've launched it now. Um, it's quite a nerve wracking thing to do. Uh, one of the things, obviously, with a podcast, you need a list of guests. And the first three people on this podcast made my life really easy. I, when I reached out to them, it was a very simple yes. And as such, I had the first two weeks of my podcast planned out. And then I just had to think more about the future and getting more guests on. Had it been more difficult to get an initial list together, you, you know, who knows whether I would have pursued actually getting this podcast out there, which I think is going to be really valuable. So a massive thanks to those guys. They turned up, gave me their time, recorded the podcast. And um, yeah, a big thank you to those guys. The podcast market, I think, is a really interesting place at the moment. It's been growing over the last couple of years and is growing immensely now. People are, that are more in the mainstream TV, film industries are making their way into podcasting, which personally I think is interesting. I'm not sure if it's a good thing. The podcast market generally, where I've seen it, as it being a place where kind of your everyday person can come on and have conversations and you get a there's a certain amount of realism to podcasts i hope i am able to maintain through my own and i think people just need to be mindful of what they're consuming make sure you still use podcasts to consume meaningful messages rather than for entertainment where we tend to use tv movies netflix etc even though netflix actually has some great content um meaningful content on there now as well so that's not entirely true but yeah i would say be very mindful of what you're consuming and where you're consuming it and i think podcast is a great place to have conversations and listen to things that could inspire your own thought and action so the other reason i guess for me putting this podcast out there is there's no secret that stress is playing such a big part in everyone's life these days and stress is very much the cause of some greater health problems that we label as heart disease cancers and it's no secret and often we're getting caught up treating the symptom or the result and the actual cause is not getting enough attention and i think we need to divert our attention far more to reducing the stresses in our life before they turn up as health problems in our life and again that's something i want this podcast to help the general public with so one thing and one philosophy that I now come to live by is that our mental health and physical health are intertwined. Our mental health affects our physical health and our physical health does in fact affect our mental health. So we need to be paying attention to all of this as part of our all-round health strategy. I hope this podcast has some impact on how much attention people pay to their health and stress and help towards adding years back to people's lives and time with their family, which are perhaps the most important things. Now, so in terms of where we are going, this podcast, again, is primarily based on having honest and genuine conversations that can help people live better lives and generally feel better, which I think is what we're all aiming for and provide tools that people can use to better their health, their lives, and manage the stressful environments that we live in today. And having experienced those, I think I'm in a good position to have and curate these conversations for the future that can and will hopefully be impactful. 
So there'll be conversations based on doing more in our own communities. There'll be conversations based on how we can feel better about ourselves. And one of those ways is to turn up and do more in your community. And I'll explain why a little bit later when I talk about my own journey. And other conversations I am now planning, especially around January and February next year, where people tend to struggle after the highs of Christmas, which I'm not sure we're even going to have this year because there'll be a reduction in how much involvement we can have with families and dinners, etc. So I'm trying to put together some podcasts that will be helpful with those. So talking about topics that will help navigate this winter period, which might be more difficult than most, but through taking action, we can make sure it's not. So let's not set ourselves up for a difficult, turbulent winter when all we need to do is find a new perspective and some new actions and it might end up being the best winter you've had in a while right so I've already been talking for far longer than I wanted to be so for me COVID when it hit back in March was perhaps not the greatest time I had left my career for less than a year at that point and was still growing my business getting my name out there and yeah it wasn't an ideal time it was even worse because what I aim to do and help with is to get people taking action and understanding and managing and organizing themselves to perform better in their own lives using their health and the one thing that you need for that is at least some form of stability and some form of understanding of your own life that for me myself personally and for potential clients and everyone out there got thrown into chaos with COVID-19 our lives became hugely unpredictable uh, took a massive change with most people then working from home and there were so many impacts that I decided to take time away and work on myself and my own situation because there's no way you can honestly turn up and coach other people if you haven't figured out the answers for certain things yourself and for me going from working for myself where I spent a significant amount of time out of my home either building relationships or doing work in places that wasn't that's not my home living in a one bedroom flat I try to limit what I do within the space and I spend a lot of time in coffee shops or at the library doing the work that I need to and all of a sudden in March 2020 I was limited to an hour outside and my home had to become my place of work as well so it was an interesting time and it definitely changed how my life functioned where I normally obviously sleep in my bedroom shower brush my teeth in the bathroom and I would tend to use my living room which is open plan with my kitchen to eat and then relax and sometimes do some admin and some general work or perhaps take calls but nothing too intense and this had to change I had to use my living room now to do some of my exercise on top of that I was spending a lot of time doing things creating content on my laptop and and that's even included with planning this podcast so now I was not only working and working out in my living room I was still trying to eat there and relax there and all these different kind of mindsets that you need to have when trying to engage in these different different actions and behaviors can be quite confusing our mind definitely makes associations with places and the feelings that places give us and we all know this to be true if you have a tense working environment relationship home life whatever 
when you turn up in those environments even if nothing's happened your body does get prepared for the event that you expect to happen in that space so for me my living room being somewhere i really enjoyed to unwind and relax became more of a more of a place of stress and work or became a place of focus which conflicted with what i did there before and it's definitely had an impact and there is an only a limited amount of stuff that i can do to control that this led to a whole number of things not only did the the uses of different areas of my flat have an impact the fact that i was only able to go out one hour a day and not see most people that i was used to seeing frequently had a massive impact so overnight and living by myself this was to a certain degree a form of torture Uh, we know now and i'll put a link in the show notes actually to a really powerful talk on youtube how important social relationships are to our mental and physical health this particular talk actually emphasizes that they might be the most important thing and that got taken away from us overnight and for people who lived by themselves this was definitely uh, an impacting factor and I guess people who didn't live by themselves might have experienced the opposite where there might have been a case of overwhelm from being around a lot of people far more frequently than they were used to i know if i wasn't on the opposite end of things with a lot of people around at home i would definitely need to carve out some personal time i am the kind of person that appreciates and needs some downtime to recharge so for me it took me a few weeks to find my feet to become more disciplined with how i did my work and really dedicate certain areas even seats on my dining table to where i did work i would often switch my laptop off and take it out of the living room and put it on an area within the flat that I wouldn't then go to till the next day in order to kind of signal to my brain that uh, work was done for the day and now it was time to relax. So living in this space I definitely had to be far more disciplined and yeah that was one of the things and I think something that definitely gave me a little bit more balance back into my life I was making maximum use of the hour outside, whether that was for a run or a walk. I used it every day and I still continue to walk all the time. Walking is really important to me and I see it as a totally separate behavior to exercise. Um, Walking has so many other benefits mentally that I gain when I do it in a certain way. And I have never seen um, walking as a form of exercise for me personally because I exercise in so many other ways. And if it interests you, on my website, if you sign up to my newsletter, you get a short little PDF from me about walks um, and how I take them. And I even share a little playlist that I often listen to. So head over to my website if you'd like to download a copy of that. Um, So that was one of the things. The other, I guess, negative impact was I really struggled to sleep. I would get to a point in the evening where I would need to sleep. I would have exercised. I would have eaten. I would have done everything that I would have needed to, to have felt good. But I felt a sort of a yearning at night to speak to someone, to have a little bit more of a connection. And it kept me up often until the morning where I'd see daylight, which was bizarre. Um, And I naturally am a person who sleeps late anyway, so that's not as outrageous as it might be for somebody else. But it was still pretty crazy. It's never been that bad. And I have to say, once in order to combat that, I created my own bubbles. So 
this existed between my aunt, my uncle and I. All of us lived by ourselves and it worked really well. I spent some time with my aunt and I used to visit and sit in a garden, which was great over the summer, having no garden myself. And both my uncle and aunt are great cooks and they always cook for me. So I massively benefited from that, I can tell you. And this definitely helped me feel better and the kind of longing that I felt when I was trying to go to sleep went away and my sleep got better and everything has improved significantly since the one hour lockdown rule got lifted. And I feel like that bucket now, the kind of social aspect of life, gets filled up naturally quite easily. And I guess the other end of things was it is if I stayed at home and I did have plenty of people around I would definitely then have to decide on the quality of the interactions I had, especially when there's a huge quantity in terms of time available with other people. So for me, if I was living at home or living with family, I think I would definitely have to dedicate time out. One, for work, two, for myself, and three, for important interaction, which could be making time to have dinner with my family and a meaningful conversation, maybe watching something together, I guess the other thing that's important to note perhaps and which I already knew but it might be good for listeners is all forms of exercise are not equal so be careful with what how you choose to exercise exercise doesn't necessarily have to be very intense for me often it's not super intense exercise is a form of stress and the higher the intensity the higher the form of stress so when you're going through a difficult period as this year is where your stress levels might be slightly higher doing HIIT workouts at home definitely needs some thought around it there are obviously benefits doing HIIT workouts which have been researched and proven but you have to ask yourself the question in a time of stress do you want to add additional significant stress onto your body because at the end of the day it's a stress and you're going to have to spend some time recovering from that stress, whether it's physical or mental. So you have to weigh up the cost and the benefit. And for me, it was definitely a case of trying to manage my higher intensity workouts. And I don't actually do many HIIT workouts. And the only thing I do that probably could be considered HIIT would be running intervals. But I don't personally take part in many HIIT forms of training this these days, and especially in this year. So I would just say in terms of movement, definitely give it some thought. It doesn't have to be a body crushing workout in order for you to reap immense benefit from it. And in fact, you might be doing yourself a little bit more damage by pushing yourself too hard. And I would say right now is a great time to experiment with life. So walking, finding a form of exercise that you enjoy, stretching, taking some quiet time out for yourself to have some reflections. I don't think there's ever been a time before where it would be so convenient to do something like that Um, and creating a social bubble, making sure you have quality relationships rather than quantity, which is significantly limited at the moment and having meaningful conversations, I think are the biggest takeaways that I've got from this COVID period. And finally, I said, I guess that I would mention it later, but being a part of your community does have a benefit, not only to your community, but to yourself. The impact that it has is that you are doing something of value and being a part of your community highlights to yourself that you do have something to offer. So if you're struggling with seeing the value in yourself, 
it's quite common in society today and culture to measure the value we bring to the world in terms of how others treat us but that's quite a flawed view to have so if if you're going to be waiting a lifetime for people to treat you in a way that makes you feel valued you have relatively little control over how valuable you feel and it's false the value of ourselves is how we turn up and how we behave and one of those ways that you can realize the value you bring to the world is by doing something valuable for another person so perhaps have a think about that there's a lot of people out there struggling at the moment with their own lives it can be quite helpful sometimes to take a step away from focusing on your own problems and thinking about others uh, and you you can gain some perspective from that and distance from your own own issues and one of the last mentions i wanted to have um, as it's something that's come up quite frequently and i'm sure it's affecting others as it has done to me is uh, weight gain over covid so especially during the start of covid when we were only allowed an hour outside and our movements have generally become a lot less weight gain seems quite natural and there's two impacts so there's one obviously of becoming less active now that we're at home and little things like walking to the station walking to the kitchen at work and just generally being able to move around more we're burning less calories so that makes it important to arrange some low intensity to medium intensity exercise quite frequently throughout the week and that with your walk should hopefully increase how much activity you're getting in and the second is i've mentioned today some of the struggles i went through uh, during covid and one thing that most of us are guilty of is eating our emotions so when we're not perhaps getting that hit from our social life that we want or other aspects of life that we're missing we're most likely going to be eating things we perhaps shouldn't be consuming in large quantities so there is an explanation for it and with weight gain the key way to target it is as always be kind to yourself and try not to get emotional about the weight gain as it quite likely will make the problem worse we all tend to if and when we feel bad about the weight we've put on our brains naturally want to do something that makes us feel better and that a lot of the ways in which we like to make ourselves feel better involve some form of unhealthy action so eating something that not necessarily is going to help with weight loss staying up late into the night perhaps to binge watch a series or some tv that will affect your weight as well and as sleep and recovery is really important so be kind to yourself try not to get emotional about it and just have an action plan of being more active and eating better and take your time getting that weight back down to a safe level so for me that's everything today i hope you take some time out to have a think about your own situation and plan how you can optimize it I talked for far longer than I expected and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Take care guys. Bye.